Welcome to the ninth episode of All Things Crypto, an Elk Finance podcast. I'm Shiloh, also known as LT Snake Pliskin. And I am Farid. So today we're discussing Moose NFTs. Please keep in mind, we are not financial advisors and this is not a financial advice. If you're looking for a financial advice, please find a licensed advisor in your area. And we're not going to sit here and tell you to buy Moose. Right? We're just going to tell you about it right? and what we know and why we're excited. It's the coolest thing to buy, though. It's, it's the, not financial advice. Uh, sorry. <laughs> so, yeah, it's our mission in the Elk Finance Podcast to provide resources to people who are interested in crypto, interested in DeFi, all sorts of things. So if we get something wrong, please let us know. Uh, we always welcome your feedback. Uh, we're, we're really here to, you know, as we say, learn and share ideas. So... Get in touch with us on Telegram. Uh, tell us directly at uh, our Telegram chat link, which is t.me slash elk underscore finance underscore chat. And you can find me again at at LT Snake Plissken. So without further ado, maybe we can get started. Perfect. Today, uh, we're going to talk about NFTs a little bit. Mm-hmm. And specifically, this episode is going to be focused on Moose. Mm-hmm. So let's just start with a generic question. What are NFTs? Well, NFT stands for non-fungible tokens. And I'm sure a lot of you know that, but um, you know some people might not. So what is an, a non-fungible token? Well, it's a token that you cannot funge, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> that was it's, funny. <laughs> right? It's, uh, it's basically uh, a, a special kind of token that's on the blockchain um, that is then linked to something uh, that uh, you know provides what's called metadata. So uh, this metadata is basically um, on the blockchain, and it links to maybe a picture, an article, uh, any sort of data that's hosted somewhere else. And uh, this means that you, as the uh, if your wallet address holds the non-fungible token, it means you're kind of the owner of that image or document or whatever it is. And most of the time when we say NFTs, at least as this episode airs, we're thinking about images. So, and that's also the case in part with the Moose NFT. So the metadata, basically that link to the picture or a GIF is, you know, somewhere else, uh, you know, uh, hosted, but we, of course, own that contract address. We own that token that represents it. So we can always really kind of verify that it's legitimate. And and I'm going to save a lot of this stuff uh, for a future episode where we actually take a deep dive into NFTs. NFTs are a very interesting topic, and uh, a lot of people are investing in them, but uh, of course, the same as any other investment, there are a lot of risks, which, of yeah. course, in one episode, we're going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. But what is the deal with Moose NFTs? Yeah, so with Moose NFTs, um, basically, they're Elks, um, the and main NFT that uh, accomplishes several goals. Number one, uh, and, and the most exciting one, if you ask me, is it basically allows anyone who buys one in the future to run what's called a paranode, right? Um, which I did talk a little bit about in the uh, All About Elk episode we did a few episodes ago. 
Um, that's the most exciting thing. And I'll get into that a little bit uh, as For we go. For those guys who don't see my face, I'm smiling here. Yes, yeah. This is a big deal. <laughs> that's a huge deal. And the number two function is they serve to provide liquidity for the next chain. Basically, think of fundraising so that when we launch Elk on a new chain, uh, we have the liquidity to put, to put there, especially if it's a big chain launch. So in the case of the um, Binance Smart Chain Moose, we're raising money for the um, Ethereum Moose launch. Because we know that's going to be huge, we want a lot of liquidity there, we want it to work, we want it to function, and liquidity is part of that. So um, getting more into that question about what it is and, 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 and that paranoid piece, mm -hmm. uh, really the idea is any moose holder in the future is going to be able to allow one type of token. So any picture any token on any chain, all of those tokens, right? Mm -hmm. um, basically, the moose allows you to stake it, basically kind of put your moose up and link it to a token. Now, when you do that, that would allow that token to be wrapped, um, which we did talk about in, in some previous episodes. Basically, what that means is the token gets frozen in a smart contract on one chain. And another, uh, what's called proxy token, is created. And in this case, uh, this proxy token that would be created would be much like the current version of the ELK token. And the cool thing here is it could then be sent across chain mm -hmm. to all of the chains that we're on. Right? So, um, basically... Uh, you could take, you know, let's say um, XDAI and you could wrap it on the XDAI chain. You could freeze it into a smart contract, create a wrapped version, and you could send it anywhere you wanted, which would be absolutely fantastic. I just want to remind the listeners, this is just not a typical NFT. This has a huge function. And one of the things which we have in this case is the scarcity of it. Do you want to comment on that? Yeah, absolutely. So we're only actually having 100 moose NFTs per chain. So that means there can only be 100 uh, different proxy tokens that are launched from one chain to all the others, which, you know, seems like a lot. But you think about actually how many crypto projects are on each chain, right? Um, and imagine the moose unlocking the ability to send that token to any chain, right? So a project's going to want that because they would have access to the ElkNet, be able to use that, and have have all of our uh, their their tokens on different chains. Uh, they could they could then have farms on those chains to provide liquidity. Um, they wouldn't even have to use Elk's farms; they could use their own. Mm -hmm. uh, it wouldn't matter. They could they could use ElkNet behind the scenes on their decks, right? They wouldn't even have to necessarily, you know, go through us. It's just a function that they would use, and of course, um, that unlocks the potential for fees fees for ElkNet. You know, maybe burning a bit of Elk, spending here and there, providing liquidity for future things we decide to do, as well as rewarding stakeholders. So um, that basically allows you, as the moose holder, uh, to you know lend it, rent it out, uh, you could sell it um, at that point when that functionality is available. So that's 
that's really that's a lot of stuff but it that's is. that's what it's about yeah you know uh, it, it, it's it's a very uh important to notice that this is not a typical nft you are not buying it because it's beautiful and it's beautiful yes i have i'm father of uh, two and i love them <laughs> Uh, but they they have a massive utility size to them, which I personally love. But as a father of two, and hopefully <laughs> expanding my family uh, going forward, what is the why is the moose so expensive now? Didn't it used to be six hundred bucks bucks? Yeah, so it did used to be only six hundred bucks a moose. Now a few reasons for that price increase. Um, one is just, um, I think we're at a point where people can really you uh, like visualize the use case of these, of the moose and the proxy token, this whole idea of just how big the moose could be. And like, you know, if, if you're asking in the case of the BSC moose, you know, 2.5 BNB, if you're asking for 2.5 BNB, um, for basically a ticket for a project, uh, to deploy on as many chains as they want. That's, I mean, you make your own mind up about that, of course. Yeah, but I remember we used to get really nice airdrops every time we got the moose. And now, not only is more expensive, but also you don't get the air, airdrops. Yeah, exactly. So one of the things that's happened is we've actually reached our, our limit in our tokenomics for airdrops. And so we allocated that certain amount of tokens to be dropped, and we're seeing that we're we're about at that point. So right now, uh, at the at the recording of this episode, um, people people are still going to get four point two elk per moose per chain. But of course, even that's subject to change at some point, um, because I mean you can see the exponential growth. We've got a hundred moose on every chain, so there's a hundred more moose every chain that we launch the moose on and then every new chain we launch on is a you know is is 4.2 more elk for each of those moose of which those are continuing to increase and you can see how even that can get out of control um so if we're giving that 600 bucks that you're spending give or take worth of a token back uh to the holder on the next chain the thing is we're 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 giving from taking from Peter and giving to Paul. You know we're not actually holding uh, as much of this as as we'd like, uh, and and we're not allowed to, uh, not able to do a lot of these kind of uh, cool things we want to do, um, and give give uh, a real opportunity for deep liquidity on those chains. So now if we're taking you know two point five BNB and we're cutting back on the airdrops, uh, now we're creating a more sustainable environment that it's going to come back and benefit users in another way. Immediately giving it back to them was great as we were getting started and going. Loved it. Right? And it, it, and I did, yeah. It, yeah, it was a win-win situation, but it wasn't as win for, for Elk and the users in the long run uh, who might want to use the new chains and, um, you know, have that deep liquidity. Um, and as well, we can bring it out in different ways uh, with, uh, with, you know, new features and stuff like that. So I think as, uh, as you said, as the community is becoming bigger and bigger and we are getting more traction and Elk is becoming a token, which everybody know, uh, lots of people know and uh, they're going to use. I think now the utility side is becoming bigger. And I think uh, if you believe Elk in future is going to have a role to play 
in this ecosystem is going to pay off. Yes, absolutely. So, and yeah, we're in that point of our development cycle where we have something to offer. We have something to show. You can see the elk net. You can see how many chains we're on. Like you can almost touch how owning a moose is going to be, you know, uh, potentially very lucrative. Of course, it's risky, right? Because, you know, if, if something happens and it doesn't work out, sure. Yeah. You know, absolutely. And crypto's risky, right? So, um, we're, I mean, we kind of get accustomed to it. Um, but really, um, do your own research when it comes to this. Don't just go out and grab one because we think it's a good idea and we're excited about it. Um, really dig into it. Check our, check the Medium articles. Talk to some users. Hang out in the chat. Talking to other people in other chats. See what they've got to say. Um, and, and really the moose is kind of a way to have a stake in the future of elk other than just having the elk token. Um, and you're also in a way, um, uh, investing in the fact that, uh, there'll be other projects that might use ElkNet. So you're, you're making that bet. Um, so you're telling me that this is the same as any other investment. Exactly. There's exactly. a downside, but you know what? The upside could be pretty big. Could be. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, so and of course, this time we're trying something a little bit different with the uh, BSC moose. We want to, as we get bigger, the potential for botting increases. Um, and the demand was obvious. I mean, if you look at uh, X-Dye moose, uh, there was, they sold out in 15 seconds or less, actually. Uh, was it 10 seconds? It might have been actually closer to 10. I had enough time to click once. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And uh, so, you know. If indeed there were bots, um, we want to mitigate that. So this time we've implemented a whitelist with the with the Binance Smart Chain moves. This may differ depending on how this goes. This is a certain, uh, you know, this is December 1st of 2021. So, um, you know, if you're listening to this in the future, we might be doing Musa a little bit different. But uh, we wanted to use the uh, people in Elk Season 2, the winners, who uh, got above 100 points and we wanted to uh reward of course the top 10 liquidity holders in bsc with to be on the whitelist so they they get an opportunity first to to have a up for grabs of uh, 30 moose to begin with uh, and then we're planning on uh kind of going to a public sale model that we've historically done uh, with a limit of two uh, moose per address and uh we'll kind of see how how this goes and uh you know how, how that uh, works out and yeah one of the questions uh, which maybe uh, I should have asked earlier is related to we have uh, different levels for mooses do you mm -hmm. want to uh, for people who are not familiar with uh, those levels do you want to explain what they are and what they mean yeah so we have the uncommon the rare and the epic now the idea is there are 30 rare nine epic and the rest of the 100 are uncommon, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, we've got 61 uncommon. Now, um, of course, the first uh, first moose, zero, is never for sale. He's the, uh, he, that's that's Ralph. You know, we don't sell Ralph. Uh, and, uh, and then there's uh, also some moose kept back for, uh, you know, incentives and, and other things going forward in the development of our ecosystem. But the rest are for sale. Um, so basically the, the, the difference between the rarities, I, you know, I want to tell you guys about some of the ideas we've got and some of the things that are coming, but it's under wraps. Ball says no go. 
we can't uh, we can't necessarily talk about exactly what this is going to be. And if you're hearing this episode at a later time, you'll probably already know and be excited. Um, but we do have exclusive benefits coming for holders of the Epic Moose, Rare Moose, um, and, and some for the Uncommon as well, right? We want all Moose holders to benefit, uh, but of course they're going to be, you know, a, a little bit, uh, a tiered reward system based on rarity, right? Not only that, um, there's less Epic. There's only nine of them, and there's only 30 rare. Um, so those are always going to be worth more. There's some exclusivity there to begin with, um, but there are going to be exclusive benefits um, directed towards them. So um, definitely stay tuned for that. I should say that uh, all of them are beautiful. Yes, they are. And, you know, uh, if you have one or if you're lucky to get one this weekend, uh, you know, maybe uh, once a month you can grab a glass of wine and just like open your uh, wallet and just sit there and just (laughs) admire it. (laughs) That's right. It's beautiful. That's right. All right, so I hope we answered all your questions about the Moose NFTs. Um, and yeah, we really enjoyed chatting with you guys today. And yeah, so we'll we'll talk to you in the next episode. The same as always. Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, we will see you soon in the next episode. And uh, as always, find uh, Elk Finance on Telegram at t.me slash elk underscore finance underscore chat. And uh, leave us a line if there was anything you thought about the podcast. Thanks so much. Cheers.